Welcome to the Backpack Films Podcast, where we cover the things you never knew you wanted to know about movies. I'm your host, Keith. This is Byron. I'm Jacob. And... <laughs> every Gets you every time. <laughs> I'm, I'm honestly still used to him just saying, like, you know, doing something to... I'm so-and-so or whatever, even though he hasn't done it in the last, like, four or five episodes. Because he hasn't been on, like, four episodes. So I guess that's true. It's a build-up, for sure. (laughs) He's going to fuck us up one of these days. Or fuck me (laughs) up one of these days. That sounds bad. (laughs) So Uh, so our main topic this week is the color red in what will become our color series, where we cover the use of various colors in film. So we'll have, like, a green episode, blue episode, white, black, Etc. 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 That's it. Those are the only. Five. Those are the only ones. <laughs> we only no, do yellow? the colors what of the, the rainbow. Fuck? I wanted the yellow. <laughs> yellow's not a color. That's a. That's a car. Oh shit! Whoops. <laughs> what um, wait, what? <laughs> yellow's I'm a car. I'm surprised you didn't say like piss. <laughs> oh god, Jesus! All right, moving on. So Ready, diving di- diving deep. This won't be a series that we cover like episode after episode it'll just be whenever we're kind of feeling it basically yeah sweet just kind of so like we the kind war of war series yeah I exactly imagine. yeah exactly yeah just kind of and then you know eventually we're going to do like a horror franchise series uh, various horror franchises and franchises in general and stuff so just stuff to keep us busy and keep it fun uh so our first film is three colors red released in 1994 a uh, model discovers her neighbor is keen on invading people's privacy. A Three Colors Red was written and directed by, is it Christoph Kislowski? I, I really hope so. so. Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's not Christoph. I'm sure it's like Kristoff or something, but because there's like two Z's in there and an S, and I don't know how to pronounce <laughs> Polish names, so I apologize. Um, but so I'm going to say Christoph Kislowski. It stars Irene Jacob, uh, Jean Louis Trintinant. I've never seen that Trenton knot, something like that. He's he's the guy from uh, Amour by Michael Haneke. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Uh Frederic Feder and Jean Pierre Lory. Uh our second film is In the Mood for Love, released in two thousand. Two neighbors, a woman and a man, form a strong bond after both sus- suspect extramarital activities of their spouses. However, they agree to keep their bond platonic so as to not commit similar wrongs. Uh, In the Mood for Love was written and directed by Wong Kar Wai and stars Maggie Chung and Tony Chai Wei Lung, which is funny that this guy's come up again. This is like the third time we've done a movie that's been had this guy in it. He's good, man. Because he was in. um, He's good. He was in both uh, Hero and in uh, Hard Boiled. That's right. Mm. And he, yeah, man, he's good. And no one can fucking smoke better than he can yeah, yeah. Right? no seriously he like, really so has got he's, it down. he he knows how to fucking smoke he knows how to be yeah. moody just by standing there yeah it's just kind like, of a trip it's fucking cool like yeah. it looks really good he like and it's not just in this movie because in the movie that he did with Wong Kar Wai after this which is kind of like a the, the third in a trilogy is 2046 and he smokes in that one too um wow and Dude, the guy can just... He's not actually an actor. He's just a smoker who gets paid to be in <laughs> <Yeah>. movies. <laughs> Dude, but yeah, man. It's he's, like... an, he's an extra that they bump up to a to a day player and then to a main actor. But I don't know. I mean, could you name someone that, like, on screen looks better smoking than he him? Like, I honestly can't think of one. 
Like he just he's got it down. He looks fucking cool. Like I can't. I mean, no, not really. Yeah. Not not in like the same way, you know. Yeah. Cause like you you have like your cigar smokers and you have your cigarette smokers and it's a different look. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Maybe like uh shit. Cuz I think of women, you know. Like uh, yeah. you know like in the 50s like smoking, you oh, know. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, uh, right. like like noir like, dudes or right. whatever like, yeah. you yeah. know. But it's not like sexy in like that way of like um of like I don't know. It just—it's not as moody as, as how he does it. I don't know. It, oh yeah, yeah. Like, he's got this way of just standing there and like smoking in a in such a way that like, you kind of just like drawn in as he does it. Yeah, so. yeah. Just the way the smoke moves too—it's like fuck. Like, I know it's really just, like lit really well in yeah. in the mood for love. You know what I mean? Like, and it's kind of slow and just kind of like the room is just stale. You know what I mean? They also yeah. really take the time to like when he does strike a cigarette there's like a lot of time yeah. involved in that process mm-hmm. awesome. you know what i mean he's like <laughs> he pulls out like the or the cigarette and it's like really slow he gets yeah. into his mouth and clicks the lighter a couple of times yeah. and just kind of you know it's just like i don't know there's something ritualistic yeah. and just like when you picture the cool guy smoking that is the yeah. guy that you'd picture I mean, it, it could be like a cigarette commercial you know? yeah exactly like, yeah exactly <laughs> fucking terrible cigarettes um let's see so yeah so that's uh what we got so jacob is going to walk us through this for the most part um because i really only have like one question <laughs> you know what i'm imagining this is going to be like have you seen willy wonka and the chocolate factory the original one yeah of course you know the tunnel of uh yeah of horror that's that's what we're going <laughs> to have that's that's you know jacob is going to be willy wonka and J- uh, keith and i are going to be on the boat and he's going to take right. us down this crazy tunnel that's what i feel right now right and i think the audience member uh, the, um, or the listeners not audience members because you can't watch those <laughs> but the listeners i feel like they're going to feel the insects crawling like in their ears oh wow you know think about it yeah, think, think about, about it. That's pretty think crazy. about earwigs in your ears. Smoke a fat one right before you listen to this. <laughs> that way the insects really get in there. <laughs> um, you know, just fun fact about that scene, actually. The kids were not told what was going to happen, so they were at legitimately awesome. scared during it, that. <laughs> that scene does that's have like awesome. a, a sense of like horror to it. Totally, yeah. It's supposed yeah. to be scary. Yeah, which yeah. is yeah. awesome. So, uh, <laughs> cool. So, Jacob, I'm okay. hand it off to you. All right, let's do it. So, we're going to be talking about the color red, what it means, what it doesn't mean, and it just basically like the many things that red represents. But before we talk about that, we got to go back to just basic color psychology, color theory that's used in movies. Just give like a base for us. Um, so we can't just talk about red without talking about a little bit of this stuff. But um, so I want. So if we go all the way back before color even happened. We had black and white, but bl- the, the the black and white wasn't actually like truly black and white. You know what I mean? They had like color tints that they would put on the the footage, or like mm-hmm. if you like they they would do color timing or like different kinds of um, filter, like basically kind of filters. You know that they would put on the the film stock in order to like make it look a little bit different. Um, we kind of talked about this in the Mad Max episode where. We, there was like different kinds of black and white throughout that film you know mm-hmm. like they had the blue black and whites and they had the like red or black and whites but it it feels black and white when you're watching it but when you put them side by side you can really tell the color difference um so 
people have been playing with color in films for a long time. Um, and the basis of this uh, is from color theory, which comes from color psychology, uh, which is the idea that colors can impact your mood and emotions. It's the basic definition of that. Uh, mm-hmm. For example, like the McDonald's logo is yellow and red because according to color theory, using those two combinations at like together in the way that they do it will make you feel the same emotions that you feel when you're hungry. So hmm. it's like a really simple way to like make you feel like you need that McDonald's food. Um, and then, you know, through throughout history, you know, that suddenly color cameras came into picture and then wizard of Oz just like smoked everyone with color, even though it wasn't the, the first color film, it was like the first like standout, like, wow, look at what, all these colors are it's because they use color theory like in the movie you know with the red shoes you know giving emphasis on the reds and stuff like that um and in film in general color palettes for for films are are created in in unison with like a production designer or by the director or with both of them together or something the cinematographer Uh, too or a cinematographer too um so they all kind of collaborate to create this color palette that gives you the right look and feel for the movie and each color is made up of three different things there's the hue which is the color itself so that's like red blue green yellow orange those are you know the really simplistic uh types and then there's the saturation which is the intensity of the color so is it a really blue blue or is it like a grayish blue you Mm -hmm. know so that's your saturation and then the other thing is your value which is the lightness so if it has a 100 percent value it's at it's completely white and completely it's either completely white or a completely saturated blue and if it has a like a the lowest value then it's just black you know what i mean black just like murders everything um so anyways most films or scenes in movies have a variety of color palettes but context is everything so uh red on a black background is gonna glow and look really nice but red on a white background is going to be kind of dull and red on an orange background just kind of dies like you don't you can't get that separation um so a lot of filmmakers will contrast these colors so instead of putting red on orange i'll put red on like green background Mm because those are um contrasting and those are kind of used in in conjunction uh they're they're called uh complementary colors Right, and that's why there's a lot of like this huge trend in blue orange or like teal orange because yeah. they're contrasting and they're fairly easy colors to get in like a natural sense. Exactly. So like you see a huge boom in that, and they look cool too. I mean, of course, they yeah, look cool. So because like that's like the the base the 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 very basic like like daylight is blue, mm-hmm. like lights on the inside are orange. Exactly. You know, and like we think of light as like the sun is yellow but it's actually like a bluer color compared to what we see uh inside of our house exactly yeah. um but you're right that that's a huge boom and you could really see it in movie posters you know the blue and if you just google blue and orange movie posters it's like every poster yep. in existence yeah. i think mad max took it to like it's you know kind of extreme too, where it was literally orange and then they just blue filtered a daytime scene for nighttime same with uh, blade runner 2049 that mm-hmm. poster was very orange and blue. oh yeah totally orange <laughs> yeah. And blue. yeah exactly they just go for it yeah. yeah exactly um so you don't always have to 
use complementary colors or contrasting colors like that. So like your green versus reds, your blues versus oranges, your yellows versus purples. Um, you can also do other things like monochromatic type things or uh, uh, analogous colors. I think I'm saying that right. Which is yeah. like if you do like your yellow, green, and blue. So like the, the three that connect, you know what I mean? Or mm -hmm. uh, like, you know, green, blue, and whatever. But like you could... It's adjustable, you know, it's not like set in stone that you have to do all that stuff. But if that's like your general palette in the movie, then that is kind of what you're going for. There's also triad, triadic, triadic, uh, which is just like your reds, blues, and yellows. You know what I mean? Or, mm -hmm. you know, it's just like the three that really complement each other. So it kind of just has everything uh, all in the mix. Um, <clears throat> but then you can use color for other things. So uh emphasis on scenes you know uh uh Amelie does this sin city does this pleasantville um that netflix war film that we watched i can't remember what the name of it was beast but of they, no nation beast of no nation yeah they had that scene where it like all flips into the pinks and it and it really puts that emphasis on the scene because of the color yeah, um, like ultraviolet yeah, yeah ultraviolet like, yeah. yeah exactly exactly um colors can be associated with characters you know kill bill Jedi lightsabers, you know, because when they're fighting, you can't really tell who's who unless you know what color their lightsaber is. Mm -hmm. Like a um, lot of times, red will be kind of evil. Yeah, red you know? red is evil because it because red is like power. Red is yeah. destruction. It's sacrifice. It's blood. It's passion. war. Yeah. Passion. Lust. It's yeah. Sin. Lust. Yeah. yeah, lust. Sin. Yeah. Sith. yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Sith. Yeah, <laughs> that's where it comes from. The Sith. Um, <laughs> Uh, color can also change or show a transition for a character. So, like in Westworld, uh, minor spoilers ahead. There's a guy who has a white hat in the beginning, and then he turns into a guy with a black hat. So it it it, it changes like it, it can show you a shift in the character. I feel like I should watch um, that show, dude. You should. It's, it's a great show. Awesome. Yeah. 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 It's Seriously, a, it's a one of show. the best. I just don't like watching the shows that everyone is circle jerking about. I know, same dude. It's but like it's honestly thrones, fucking like, good. But there's a reason yeah. why people circle jerk. I know there is a reason why, but it is, I don't know. It just automatically is, turns. Westworld though me. is like it's a whole other thing. It's, it's, it combines it's, two it's, things I really like. Yeah, or multiple things. But I don't know. Anyway, that's yeah. a tangent. Anyway, yeah, uh, it's a great show. You should totally watch it. Um, colors can be associated with an idea, you know. So like the teals in um, Shape of Water you know yep. associated with that like coming out like the connect connecting your your inner voice with your outer self um or the oranges in godfather it's just literally um death um now red specifically gives you emotions and th these these are really like the two the two big thing is red is like the most intense emotional color of, of all the colors and blue is the opposite blue is the most calming um and this isn't set in stone but red like has so many different uses and, and values and we, we named some of them but some others i jotted down here is love passion violence danger anger power energy bold sexuality war danger I'm, i said danger twice power i think i said that already desire urgency longing lust sensitivity romance wrath stress action vibrance radiance determination sin i believe i repeated some of those but um you get the gist um and uh red 
in your body increases your respiration rates and raises your blood pressure. Uh, and it's also the most attractive color, like to the eye. So when people, um, if, if you're walking down the street and you see someone who's wearing red, your eye's going to be more attracted to that person. Uh, and you, you'll look there first, uh, which hence is something the, that, sorry, hence uh, the cliche of the woman in red, yeah. the woman in, in a red, red dress, yeah. you know, yeah, that whole thing. Yeah. There's even studies where like men who are skinnier than like the average, like dude if they're wearing a red shirt they could actually look more powerful than a guy that's bigger than them well it's if also like trump's, wearing red isn't trump's that weird power tie yeah that's you true know, yeah it's power true, tie yeah. or whatever just there's like a whole in color yeah. there's yeah. a whole psychology to it which is super is, fascinating lot, yeah. yeah yeah which is interesting because like the republicans being red that is they are more red if you think about like what they're doing versus democrats are more blue you know yeah. if you think about like how they're approaching things right. you know it's 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 like a different it's it's weird how it's like that color was chosen for that party for a reason yeah. you know what i mean yeah can't we all just be purple man <laughs> yeah like obama yeah this purple tie <laughs> that's right uh so here's here's a bunch of things just to prove um that red means all these things here's a bunch of things that are red stop signs so you got your urgency roses you know love passion not all um, roses are red though not all roses are red. That is true. Um, a last chance deal. So like on a website, you know, you have, oh, last chance to buy this. Fire extinguishers. Oh, that's right. The red carpet at uh, Hollywood. So that's like yeah. a royalty thing, which. I feel like um, we should change that. We need to change that. We need to like do something. Should different. be purple. <laughs> yeah, in a way you kind of think because like, you know, purple is like a royal color, you know, that kind of. Yeah. But then but again, red, that's, red we don't is need royal. celebrities to be more royal, so. Right, I think red it should is just a be... royal color in history. Like it's true, it's, yeah. It was like in Europe and, um, or I guess mostly in Europe, but also in like Asia and stuff. Like it was a big, like expensive color. You know, let's just make it all a floor of ice. That way, they have to like <laughs> meet, you know, find their way across it in high heels and yeah, high shoes. Exactly. <laughs> they have to wear ice. Yeah, shoes. we get more entertainment out of it. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> they're not yeah. entertaining enough damn yeah. it <laughs> yeah, really not i mean the red carpet part is the worst part of the uh, well really the whole oscars is the worst part of the oscars like, seriously though i like watching it but i get why people don't like it because it's boring <laughs> um so also red sports cars are red but uh <laughs> ferrari has a particular red ferrari but uh yeah, statistically red sports cars get pulled over more than any other color yep so yep. there's another thing right there don't uh, buy weird colored cars stick with black or gray something yeah. that blends in man <laughs> yeah get that get that like dark gray that you can't even see because it's like the same color as the road and exactly you can go fast in that exactly. and if you're if you're over 65 just get a tan vehicle just give up just get a tan vehicle <laughs> yeah <laughs> Just like just just match your clothes and just go tan. Match the clothes, tan on the inside, tan on the outside. Uh. Um, so I'll just rip through these: blood, heart, uh, lipsticks, lipsticks. So like Elizabeth Taylor, Marilyn Monroe, Taylor Swift. Um, poisonous berries are also red. You did not Fall. just say Taylor Swift. God damn it! Well, she does that red lipstick thing. I know. I'm it's like on shit. the. Oh, you are. Okay. Thank you. Uh, fall leaves, um, and then red flowers contrast the most with the greens in the background. So if you're in the forest, they're going to stick out the most. Uh, lava, meat, hell, ladybugs, sunsets, 
uh, red ma- sun during forest fires. The majority fire. of uh, flags, of national flags, have red in them, yeah, too. That's, yeah. Uh, they're either a prominent color is, is red or it's a secondary color for, yep. for yeah, for sure. Like white um, or something. You get your red card in your soccer matches, so that's the worst thing you can get. Um, alert. Just whenever you see alert, it's usually in red. There's a red flashing light. Um normally so and then there's also tomatoes cherries raspberries strawberries apples the grand canyon Mars. did you say like emergency vehicles or two Emergen- emergency vehicles yeah, yeah the f- flashing light i didn't say that but yeah that's a really good that, that's a good ad right there so yeah they, these are those are all things that are like they 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 you know it's it's sex it's danger it's it's passion it's you know it's all these different things fast food um, Fast food. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like, no, McDonald's. It like, is McDonald's. Yeah. Jack in the Box has red. Uh, Five Guys has red. Um, yeah. Taco Bell. I'm Taco pretty sure the Bell, Bell has, has red. Some red. Right? Um, Taco Bell has like pur- mainly more purple. Yeah, it's like, majority there is purple, some but red. I think the Violet. Bell itself is there actually is some red. red. Yeah, I think um, it's. I think it's like. Oh, it's a pink. pink. Yeah, it's yeah. pink. Which is pretty close to red. Arby's is red. I mean, the yeah. majority of them have red. In Jiffy Lube. That's not fast food, but. You could eat there. Fred Meyer. Food there. <laughs> Fred Meyer. Um, so yeah, red is a Costco. red is a big thing. Yeah, red is a big thing. So let's just talk about the history of red real quick. Uh, so red was used to celebrate victories uh, of war, and also when they went into battle, people would paint themselves red, and it was also used for ceremonies. Um, so it's danger, and it's all these other things. Um, red means something different in other countries too historically it's the color of blood so sacrifice danger and courage in classical europe red was the color of majesty and authority uh and since because of that it was adopted by royalty talked about the red carpet in hollywood um and red was also in asia that they uh used it it was a very noble color and it was featured in ceremonies and uh weddings and sacrificial offerings and i think even today there's they still have like red wedding dresses over in asia um because it's a symbol of happiness and good fortune um so if you think of like the lantern festival uh with the hanging lantern hanging red lanterns that's like a big uh like happiness and good fortune like uh thing for them but over here we don't really feel that in the u.s or in europe uh nowadays red is associated mostly with heat activity passion sexuality anger love and joy you know it's the color of christmas and valentine's day but it's also the color your face turns when you're mad or blushing um that's a good point so your 20th century red was the color of revolutions communism china you know the french cap revolution caps were red um in religion it's the blood of christ uh, in the Shinto religion, uh, there's the Torals or the Tories, the Tories, and those are gate- gateways to sacred places. Uh, Buddhists wear red. Uh, in the Renaissance era, red was used in paintings to draw the viewer's eye, which is really important for film. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one last thing is that red is associated with prostitution. So for a while in Europe, like in Amsterdam, prostitutes had to wear red to show that that is what they you know that is their profession uh which is where things like the red light district comes from um oh yeah and also i just remember this the scarlet letter that uh book about the letter that she has to wear on her thing Mm -hmm. uh is red so 
Red has just like a huge history of, you know, basically sin, sex, you know, all these things that we're talking about, and and uh, movies use these a lot. So let's. Sh- I'm just gonna fly through some movies. So we have Run Lola Run. Lola's hair is red. Stanley Kubrick's 2001. Hal's eye is red. Uh, Sin Plus City. We have. Yeah, and all a bunch of the hallways and stuff. Uh, Sin City. You have your red dresses, blood, lipstick. You know that's all the all the sin related stuff there. And then you have in Hero in the the duel in the yellow trees. Both characters are dressed in red. Blue Valentine, red is used in the flashback scenes to contrast with the dull blues in the present day scenes. Karate Kid has the red backgrounds. Neon Demon, just in general. <laughs> yeah, um, American I think Hero Beauty. Hero has a lot of more reds than just that too, for mm-hmm. sure. They like it, it does. Yeah, it does. I get, you're glossing I'm over ju- it, but I, I get that. I'm, too. Yeah, I'm totally glossing. Uh, American Beauty. We almost did that for this episode of the podcast, uh, just because it has so many red reds in it. Um, red and blue. Bastards. You could even do blue or use that movie for blue too. Yeah, yeah, for they sure. Represent a lot. Uh, we need to talk about Kevin has a lot of reds, you know, with the oh, arrows. There's so, all red. so many reds, and in that, yeah. her in like the store. There's just reds behind her. And that whole um, tomato scene at the in Spain, the tomato festival. Yeah, that there. Yeah, it's all it's all reds. Um, Beauty and the Beast. You have your red rose, the red balloons. There's a red balloon in that. Uh, Schindler's List, which I haven't seen, but if you know anything about the movie, there's a little girl in a red coat. That is the most like iconic image of the. Of, of the movie uh, Suspiria I haven't seen it but apparently that has a lot of reds in it oh my um, god dude <laughs> Amelie duh has a lot of reds uh, Sixth Sense uses reds for fo- foreshadowing but also death <laughs> dude uh, and then the- I, gotta, I gotta say this though for Suspiria cause I was rewatching the opening sequence again and the blood the uh, the so she's like gets and she's like in this rainstorm or whatever and gets into a cab and then like there's a huge chunk of that sequence that she's in a cab and the way that he does the red light because it kind of like there's red light but then there's like street lights so it's this comp- complex light scene but the red is like always there and it makes her look like she's just like bleeding mm, it's like yeah. carry but without her being like completely covered all, in blood. and all that rain it, it yeah it yeah it totally just looks does. like blood is yeah. like coming down the car it's just, dude that movie is Go watch. Okay, when this episode is over and you're done listening to this episode, <laughs> yeah, go, you watch go watch Suspiria and have a better life. <laughs> have a better life. <laughs> Live your life better. Your life will not be as good if you don't right. watch this movie. <laughs> it's a good bit of copy for that movie. Um, there's also The Shining. So bathroom scene. It's a blood. You know, red darts, blood elevator, dead twins. Uh, Nicholson even puts a red jacket on before murdering his family grand Budapest hotel has a lot of reds and i could go on and on but Valhalla that's already rising. too much oh yeah Valhalla rising i haven't seen that but i'm sure there's schindler's a red list, thing pleasantville. In it. pleasantville yeah said schindler's list uh but yeah oh, pleasantville, okay. of course yeah um so yeah so yeah it's used in a lot of movies and it's used predominantly in these two movies that we are talking about uh both yeah. with just the colors but also in like the themes and how they how they play with like the ideas of what red represents um and also i i noticed in in the mood for love how greens are also like they're using that as like a complimentary complimentary color uh to kind of contrast with the idea of romance and just kind of uh plit- being plutonic you know, you know what i mean yeah. like green is like a plutonic color in that movie mm-hmm. because it's the opposite of red and there's yellows but 
what's interesting about the yellows is that it's mainly more of the objects that are yellows, not like the actual lighting. Because he goes back and forth with all those. But the right. yellow, but yellow in Asian culture means like coitus, so like more like sex. But there isn't actually any sex in the movie. Right. But there's kind of like that sexual tension. And it's, it's just mainly, the air. Yeah. yeah, and it's mainly brought out in like yellow food and some of the the jewelry and costuming is kind of some of it's a little yellow which is kind of that's it that's interesting because noodles are yellow so it's interesting that that's like the color of of sex yeah it's like noodles yeah and they share noodles quite a bit in the film too yeah they do they do that uh i almost wish they did that lady in the tramp thing you know Uh. (laughs) (laughs) it's a metaphor for his noodle yeah exactly (laughs) i knew someone was gonna go there i wasn't expecting keith to do it though yeah geez keith that's kind of racist of you. Uh, <laughs> I guess you get a pass. Uh, I'm not implying anything, you know. <laughs> oh, um, so that's that's all I got with uh, just red. So I figured we could just kind of jump into, you know, red shit. Um, if your so, shit is red, go see a doctor. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> go yeah. see a doctor. Yeah, because that means danger, sacrifice, yeah. blood. It could mean could mean sex. <laughs> oh shit. man, dude, I forgot about the red and only God forgives too. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. And even sure. yeah. Anyway, the deer hunter. I haven't seen that one yet. So this Me anyway, yeah. Sorry, interrupted that for that thought. Shut. um so how are red reds used in the two movies we watched and what makes the use of their reds effective or ineffective what what's interesting about three colors red is the red deals with the color of because it's about like the french flag right they're, yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah. The, so it's like blue, white, red, which yeah. is the so French fra- red, flag, and the red represents camaraderie, for, for fraternity, or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was camaraderie. Well, for the movies, it was fraternity. Oh, I for guess. the flag, it's it's camaraderie. Yeah, which I guess they're kind of similar, camaraderie and fraternity. Yeah, kind of. I mean, what makes those different? <laughs> I mean, look that up. The thing about that movie though is like it's so everywhere, which I get you know you're calling your film red so i expect there to be a lot of red but it is so everywhere that you're kind of like almost too oversaturated with it i see what you mean yeah like because it's on the phone like the chair is red the phone is red the jeep is red the cover the fucking uh blankets on the bed are red like everything is red so like what does it mean yeah kind of you starts to lose meaning because everything is that you know what i mean yeah i know what you mean until like, she kind of so, goes to like hang out with the judge and then the reds sort of get pushed away and then she i don't yeah. think in her modeling i don't think she ever wears red i think it's other people around her it's wear red. it's the background that yeah. when she's yeah but not in the modeling that's just in like the photo shoot <laughs> A but, movie yeah that, yeah right in the photo shoot she's red it has the background that's red i think she's got red or no she's got a gray uh yeah sweatshirt or whatever yeah because yeah, it looks like the blanket at the end Right, exactly. Yeah. And then what I thought was super weird was in the kind of more like climactic, quote unquote, where she's on the on the stage, the way that uh, what's is the is it Kislowski, right? The way he f- like framed that was she was wearing black, and it was two blacks and a red, and it wasn't mm. like symmetrical. Mm. Yeah, I thought that was really strange, and I was kind of like, you know, that's that's one of those times where it's like, okay. 
you don't look at that with and be like just do whatever that's intentional yeah, you know what i yeah, mean like yeah. yeah so in that sense you can kind of you can maybe pull some ideas from but i just think like you know when the whole like half the apartment is just full of red shit it's like okay well he just yeah. wanted red i think a big part of it is that she wasn't noticing the reds at all you know like the the next door neighbor ha- had red you know everything you know he had the red the red truck or whatever and she like wasn't really like paying attention ever except for there you know well I, mean? I guess more towards the end when she literally has like a she looks at the jeep and talks about the battery of the the battery the dying jeep. yeah yeah, yeah. she sees she's like looking at the fact that it's like red right right i mean i don't know i don't i think in that movie it's i think in in the mood for love it's a little more placed in certain ways like the obvious one being the red curtains mm-hmm. you know what i mean He's, sure he has bits of red on his tie there's a tiny bit kind of on her and her dresses and stuff and i think it's a little more like uh intentional as opposed to just like wanting to have the color everywhere yeah you know what right I mean? yeah I, I can i can see what you're saying i, I think i'd <coughs> if i upon one watch I totally feel that, but I think if I watch Three Colors again, I might be able to pick up on something that I didn't. You know, like I feel like yeah. there's a meaning to it, and uh, it just kind of went over my head. Maybe. Yeah, I picked. You know up, what I mean? I picked up more on some of that stuff on the second time than the first time for sure. You know, because I kind of yeah. knew what to look for a little bit. You know what I mean? But it's still mm-hmm, pretty mm-hmm. open ended and what i've noticed with other polish films is like it's just like stylistically it's just it's just different you know um yeah so like yeah. that asymmetrical you know bit he you know they, yeah they throw in stuff like that quite a bit in like a lot of polish films like they don't they 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 throw curveballs in there sometimes and you don't understand why you know there's just something right. just like why you know <laughs> like <laughs> but one, you know there's a meaning I, to it but you just yeah yeah exactly like when when i first was watching this i was like why are they like never at the same level? You know, like when they're talking, like uh, the uh, the the Valentine and the 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 guy, the voyeur guy, like they're never like on the same like right. level. Like she's always crouching down, or he's always sitting and she's standing. And then at the end, she's like on the stage. It's like really like a lot. Um, and I just I just thought that was really interesting for like just like how they like stage that. Uh, yeah, you know, like they're their shifts in power or their disconnect you, you know um like how they don't understand each other sort of a thing yeah. you know what i mean yeah yeah i think blocking is so cool because it's so subtle too like you don't really i mean people started to pick up on that obviously but like you know when you're just watching it like it's like yeah. that scene in um vertigo when uh Jimmy Stewart is talking to the the shipyard manager or whatever, and they're constantly moving around the room. And like he's like sitting on the desk, he's sitting in the chair, he's up on top, and like it's this weirdly <laughs> complex choreographed scene. Right, and you kind of don't notice it because you're just yeah. kind of watching it happen. Yeah, you're like, well, they're just talking because right? it's kind of just a boring scene, really. Right, but he makes it kind of interesting. Exactly, yeah. and like there's reasons as to why they're doing what they do, you know? So I don't know. I think blocking is so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. has nothing to do with really red, is. but <laughs> it's interesting. But I mean, oh. I think it ties in. I think it ties in, you know, cause like with like the, 
I always screw up this word. Mizanson, 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 Mizanson. Jesus, um, <laughs> I think it has a part a part to do with it. You know what I mean with this, like the production design of it, and then like you know making sure that certain red objects are there when you block yeah. the actors. You know what I mean? Like, okay, yeah. we need to see this visible or whatever it is. We may not know why certain things need to be seen, but but I think it definitely blocking i think correlates with what maybe his vision so. of you know because blocking can also reveal yeah. colors too yeah depending on how the camera follows the blocking because it could be know? like a red lamp that could signify you know mean something and it could be hidden behind someone in the way the camera moves or the way someone moves you know then it could reveal it and like oh shit mm-hmm. you know right whatever whatever like, it is like when her neighbor is driving off in the truck and it, it like pans over it's like tracking him and then it like pans to the slot machine and it's the oh yeah cherries there yeah you know it's just like <laughs> and it connects these like two ideas together yeah that's right yeah <laughs> i forgot yeah uh yeah i don't know i, I i'm not gonna lie i kind of struggle like i struggle pulling meaning for colors out of film like I look at color in film, just kind of overall, I guess, and I see the schemes. And obviously, you know, filmmakers think about it in more in depth than I do. I guess I don't know. Colors have never just been at my forefront of things. Right. So even when watching these movies, just I, I had to remember, okay, make sure you you know catch that red, yeah. see that red. You know what I mean? Right. Like try and right. like try and really like pay attention to it. And even then, I still was like, I don't know, I don't I, know what red like implies you know well it's really obvious i like to think of it as like an allegory for like a film allegory because like (coughs) you you could make a an allegory for a movie and like or um you could like base a movie around an allegory but if it's just that one thing then it's um then it, it feels like there's just an answer and the movie's over you know what i mean it's like yeah. the end of the conversation but it, it like in in like mother like there's m- like five different allegories that are going through that whole thing and it's just this huge long conversation you can have about what it all means and so i think color is best used to depict multiple meanings like out of out of something even like in the mood for love it's like it's it's giving you a sense of the emotion and and, and um you know like how the other characters are are feeling in in the space that they're in but you could look at it in in multiple ways if you wanted to you know what i mean yeah but um i guess it really just depends on the movie but like i think like a lot of kids films uh do the thing where like the 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 color of the bad guys is like they're they're purple or they're red or something you know what i mean and uh, and that's just to like show you that they're the bad guy, you know what right. I mean? It's just like yeah. this is an easy way to tell. So I think like color color doesn't always have to be the emotion, but um, you still get emotion from the color. You, you know what I mean? Like regardless sure. of even if it's like a plot device or, or or something like that. So like for me, what I, what I really like is when colors mean multiple things but if they just mean like one thing then they're like it it has to like really be solid on that emotion i, I don't know if i'm explaining that correctly i feel like i'm just going all over the place but no but i think it makes kind sense of the point. No, yeah, it's it like sense. about how it's about the mood it's about the 
it's about how it makes you feel. You know what I mean? I think that's more along the lines, and I that's probably why I don't pay attention because it it for me it is so subconscious. Like I'm even looking at like a picture of The Shining when they're in the bathroom and the bathroom's all red. Like I mean, like I yeah. register that it's red, but I'm not thinking about the red, right? I'm think I'm, right. I'm absorbed in the scene itself. But obviously the whole fucking bathroom is red, so you can't like, get away from it, <laughs> right? right? So, and like, that, that scene, that's like they use the red to accent that scene. So because the, everything is red in that scene, that scene stands out over every other scene in the movie. Mm-hmm. So it's like, hey, pay attention. It's like the exclamation point, you know, uh, uh, on a scene because it's yeah, like that's this a good big point. red. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. It's uh, um, emphasis. Mm-hmm. That's what they call it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else you got? question wise um so kind of already talked about the greens in the, in the wardrobe for in the mood for love but did you guys have any thoughts on um just uh the i can't remember the main character's name but her green dress in the uh in 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 the mood for love and what it what it could mean what it could uh represent because she had that dress that was like green and then she had one that was like red and then she had one that was like green but like if the light hit it in a, in a certain way it turned like a purpley violet red color yeah and there was another one that was kind of silverishy right yeah yeah um yeah i honestly wasn't thinking about what it could mean I just kind of went or with it maybe you know? just like how it feels you know what i mean I maybe, think it, maybe I think just it, how it feels yeah i think it for me, it just if it, I don't, it's weird. It's boring. It's a boring. Answer. She wears I think it at it the just, end, right? It just feels right. It's the green. <laughs> you know? The green dress is more towards the end of the movie, right? If I remember, it's kind of it's kind of interspersed. So like, there's scenes where she's wearing red, and then around him, she's wearing a lot of green. I think she wears a lot of green to work. Um, I mean, I think, but it like it varies. Yeah, and I'm trying to think of, like, how it was dispersed. Because, like, when Red does... I guess they're kind of using Red as a... Like, when their passion or the tension between them is getting a little bit higher. Or, like, I guess when they're meeting in that hotel or whatever it was. Like, the Reds start to come back into it. You know, she's kind of wearing... Even if there's little dots of Red, you know... Um, right and then it seems like when it starts to become more like platonic or towards the end when they're when they decide that you know they're gonna like not be together or whatever the green kind of is more of like a friendship or like a longing like like i want to get back to red almost you know what i mean like red was their like happiest time because that's when they were like together even though they don't explicitly like do anything because obviously it's not in the story but like yeah because i'm because i'm looking at this picture of her in her green dress and it's when she's like tearing up kind of towards the end when he's like if there's oh, that seems if awesome. there's a extra or one extra ticket or whatever would you go with me or whatever oh no not that okay i'm thinking of um part. so that part was cool too <laughs> and then like there's like mm-hmm. green lights on him too like this she's wearing like a rose a dress with like really big red roses but she's like lit with green light so and she's like wearing a green dress, like surrounded by all this red. So, right. I mean, part of it is to is to be complimentary, but like like I said, with the the framing of the <clears throat> other movie, like you don't put someone in a bright green dress in a 
bright red room without <laughs> like reason right. Right? like, like right. there's something and to the it. green don't like, the complementary <laughs> green colors like that enhances the reds you know because exactly. if you put blues there that changes like the way the red looks but by putting green it makes the reds look really really red you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah yeah I don't know. When it comes to like deriving the the direct meaning, I mean, I have to. I think both of these movies, like, I really have to like watch them again. Yeah, Yeah. I I think it's just so much more the feeling of it for me. Like, and to really understand what's going on, like, I I, with color specifically, I do feel like I need to like watch. I need like two viewings of like each movie to really, Mm -hmm. to really hone in on it. Because like, if if I watch the movie, get kind of the gist of what the movie is you know what i mean that first time viewing when you're when you're trying to gather all the information and then that second time when you already have all the information so you can kind of just like watch it and see different things and have you know what i mean different things will pop out i think that's when i could really like start to hone in on this like the meaning behind the colors as opposed to like the mood i guess that i i think uh, maybe maybe i'm using the word (laughs) meaning too liberally here uh but i I, for me meaning means like mood feeling or like a definite thing you know what i mean but it could also be vague um so i mean if it's mood or if it's if it's a feeling of some kind i think that's that's fair game in in my eyes but um holy shit she wears a lot of dresses in this she wears so many costumes i didn't realize this it's like all over the place this website is all she's twenty one dresses. I like the silverish Jeez. one. That one's pretty sweet. I love I love the the her dresses in this. Like, I, I guess I, I'm just really into like dresses. Like I like I like fashion. Uh, with like dresses are into with, like, you, Baron. With like <laughs> with like women and stuff. And like honestly, like I really want to like re- re- recreate some of those dresses. Like put my spin on it, you yeah. know. But like I love that sixties hong kong it's like western but not you know it's like westernized but it also has that very like Mm -hmm. chinese kind of look to it it's it's, i don't know it's really it's really it's not traditional is but it's like but it's sexy you know Mm -hmm. um right but it's conservative at the same time very (laughs) yeah this is a trip man seeing all these dresses again like this jesus some of these dresses you can't tell but there's like a like with the stills but there is like, oh, you can see one dress number ten. Oh no, no, dress number eight. You can see that they're like when it's when the light is hitting it in a certain way, it's oh, it changes yeah. to a red. It's like red green. It's like a it's oh, like a brown yeah. dress that reflects in reds that's and greens. That, um, that's a certain fabric. Fuck, I forget what they call that. I, um, yeah, dude. I yeah, no, that's actually. Shit. It's kind of like that might be my favorite or something. Uh, dress, maybe actually, but that silver one's nice too. But like, why would they pick like this dress? Like, what is like the mood of this dress? You know, like what well, is the... in that particular scene? Sure, I'm trying to find it again. This is the one where she's like, she wears this dress a lot, but she's like, there's one where it's raining, and I think I think she's in this dress when she's rain when it's raining out, and he goes and gets the oh no no no, that's a different scene. See what I'm saying, dude? Like, 21 <laughs> dresses? Jesus. Like, I didn't even realize that she'd been wearing that many. And then he wears, like, one suit. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, this scene was kind of more muted, right? This is kind of like when they were sort of... More kind of flirt- flirtatious, really. And right? it, they were kind of... It was very early. Like, yeah. they were passing each other, getting noodles, 
you know, realizing that they're both their significant others. Oh, was that like, the part where he's like, I want to go get noodles, and he goes? No, I think it's, bef- uh, it's just before, before that, that where, okay. like, he, where, sh- it's that one, it's like that scene where the music comes in, and it does a slow-mo of her walking, like, she's, like, back up the stairs, and it kind of tracks over, and it catches him, and it goes, has him go yeah. down the stairs, and, like, they kind of pass on the stairs, because there's the time, the yeah. timeline of the film is kind of played with a little bit, and, like, you know, just it just was muted, and I think just kind of matching the like setting too of it just being kind of like this place where there's no there's no emotion one way or another. Yeah. It's kind of just percolating a little bit, right? And the dress just happened to reflect the colors, you know, in that way. I guess. What about if you look at number fourteen? The like the there's a red throw on the bed you know what i mean and if you look at number Mm. 10 the 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 back of the like all the walls are kind of like a red violet and then there's like a really deep red along like the back of the bed right there but then she's in a green dress a lime green dress yeah that seems to kind of draw you to the bed too because like it's particularly when she's wearing this green dress in the red room you know it's almost like she's surrounded by the thoughts of of him. Of, yeah, of what it's almost want. like the of air like is, love. Is, yeah. yeah, yeah, the air is like tension or whatever. But she herself is kind of still neutral. Yeah, like she's like yeah floating in that air of she's in you know like the mood of love I guess is is around yeah. her, but she herself <laughs> is trying to stay neutral or whatever. Which is sort of that same thing because in that one scene where the bed is red. Um, and her she's got that crazy print dress like that was one of those ones where yeah. they were pra- or no that was they were practicing it that was like they were hiding was this yeah cuz she couldn't leave they were like the stuck in the apartment because the people were having their gambling game that they oh, were doing right, yeah. and she was stuck there for fucking ever yeah and right, but yeah. as soon as she gets <clears throat> back she's frustrated that she's not around him you know mm-hmm. yeah which is kind of cool she like throws but, our shoes off after the lady was like like um something about her shoes the late the old lady commented on her shoes and then or i forget now but yeah i don't know and then she like throws her shoes and you can just tell she's like upset because she's not around (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, for sure so three three colors has been interpreted by a bunch of people Mm -hmm. as an anti-romance film have you guys heard of that yeah i did see that so like the all, every three colors movie is like an anti something movie. So like blue, I haven't I haven't seen these. I just read about this, but uh, uh, anti tragedy is blue and anti comedy is white. <laughs> that's actually um, I haven't thought of it like that, but that's so true, especially with yeah. white. Especially with white, that's awesome. Um, yeah. I'm really curious. What does what that, that mean? Means like Byron, yeah, I don't know what that Byron's means. Byron's the only person out of all of us who's seen all so, of them. So like with blue, is it funny? Is it a funny movie? actually white is the is the closest to a comedy so they're all very different right um but yet they all they are very much in the same vein like it's definitely his voice you know Mm -hmm. um but the white white is definitely like it's very it's very darkly funny like it's it has like a black comedy brothers-esque yeah it's like a black comedy um the character is kind of like a, a a boob you know what i mean like he's just (laughs) <laughs> kind of a fumbling idiot you know what i mean yeah. like he's not a he's not sure. like a 
like a guy that you're necessarily like watching succeed you know what i mean like he's just kind of like he's kind of a loser and right so it's kind of funny um but it's also tragic so it's like this anti why it was described as an anti what was anti anti comedy or which one are you talking about? Sorry, blue. White. Oh, white is anti-comedy. Yeah, so it's like this. White is not Yep. It is. A, it's. It is comedic, but it's. It's kind of tragic, and it's. So it's kind of like, you almost, you because it's at his expense. Oh, a lot okay, of it, right? You know. Um, sure. Sure. But it's done in a weird way. I don't want to spoil anything. But then the the blue one, blue, it's a anti-tragedy. You yeah. Said? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so there is a tragedy in it. He, she suffers a tragedy, but because of that tragedy something else happens so oh, i see it's it's not like the film ends with tragedy and she's like you know having to deal with that this is like because of a tragedy something else happens right if that makes sense. so um, so what makes what makes red an anti-romance i mean i think it's because it's like I guess it's, to me, maybe it's just not traditional. I think the, the th- honestly, the third one is the hardest one for me because I don't, I don't understand for what like fratern like fraternity and all that oh. as well as much. Uh, so you know? I looked up the difference between just so we know camaraderie and fraternity. Um, so fraternity is a group of people sharing a common profession or interest, um, and then the second definition is the state or feeling of fraternity friendship brothers. and mutual mutual support within a group basically fraternity brothers and then camaraderie is slightly different it's mutual trust and friendship among people who spend a lot of time together so the fraternity uh com- in order for camaraderie to happen time is an element but fraternity, so fraternity time brothers necessarily have an camaraderie element. yeah that's how you could think about yeah. it no, so not, I, nece- not necessarily because not necessarily. um because you can show you can up on your be, first day. One would assume that part of the fraternity have, but on your, especially af- after it, years on of, your like only after a while does a camaraderie right. happen with the fraternity. Right. I mean, yeah. but that's okay. One would say that the point of a fraternity is to build camaraderie. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But that. St- that but that makes those two words different, and that's right. like the only difference. So uh, to answer the kind of anti-romance thing, I think what. And that's actually the thing that I did like about the film was that it builds the relationship between the characters in the same way that you would in a romance. Yeah. But they don't become romantically involved. I mean, there's romance in yeah. the movie, but it's not between the two main characters. Right. Yeah. It's a backdrop yeah. to what they're... And it's a, it's sort of like a... It's a weird like timeline mix where like they... Because the old guy connects into the new guy, yeah, and the new guy connects into the old guy in weird ways, right? Yeah. Like, the, like their lives, their life happens. The the events in their life have happened to both of them, just kind of at different. Yeah, because he's a retired times. judge and he's like right. an upcoming, you know, law who happens guy. to be his judge. Yeah, right? yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. So like right. the ironic, the yeah, idea that. and and I think there <laughs> is a love being built, but it's more like a. It's not even the father daughter love. It's no. just like a it's a it's a a friendship. You know, yeah. like you can't get the end. He cares for her. He's like, holy shit! Like he's watching there. Like, did she live? Did yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Like <laughs> he cared. He bought the TV. You know, so he could watch her. Like, and it, I guess it is kind of fatherly in that sense, where he like wants to see her succeed and do well or whatever, right? But it's but the connections being built and the way that the events 
play out in the plot, I think, are similar. He uses the romantic, like, uh, plot arch or whatever, yeah, yeah. but just doesn't let them become romantic. Especially with him being kind right. of just kind of like a grumpy old man, kind of like beast, He's a curmudgeon. You know? Yeah. Yeah, you know? And then she's kind of like this, like, you know angel character kind of you know model that comes in and you know like oh they'll never get together but they slowly form a bond it's like oh maybe they will you know yeah and you want them to get together but you don't want them to have like a like i didn't want them to have like a sexual bond no yeah Yeah, but you do want them to be together and you know right so i think that's kind of the anti part of that you know like it's just pulling from that style of filmmaking or that plot but just not letting sure, that plot yeah. develop in the way that you would expect it to it's like an anti-joke it's like you make the joke <laughs> and then you end with something that doesn't make yeah. any sense for the joke right yeah exactly um, did, did you so, this is you a little, go ahead no go ahead oh how, how do how do reds how does the color red change the mood or meaning of the anti-romance in in three colors so like how does red influence that as like the idea of the of the film i mean i think this is really like i this is probably maybe too simple but like just the fact that red is normally associated with romance so when you're seeing all this red especially with those two characters together it's almost like your brain is like subconsciously just assuming that they might start yeah a relationship right you know what i mean like right. i think at a right. basic level yeah yeah it's like at a basic level you're, you're getting that subconscious yeah. feeling you know because like i don't think there's lots of reds when she's talking on the phone to her like controller her boyfriend. actual boyfriend yeah not so much right like yeah. the f- way he frames it is kind of more like tight yeah and just doesn't leave a lot out and, and claustrophobic then, which makes sense because right. it's like so controlling and and then like she but her her apartment she's like surrounded with the reds yeah you know obviously the photo shoot is obvious red you know and the guy's cheap but like so there's aspects in her life that she i don't know it seems like with red in that movie it's like the things that that are her i guess it, that's what's yeah. tough about it because like like you said earlier, there's so much red in it. It's hard to distinguish what is supposed to be really meaningful and what's not. Whereas, yeah. like you know, in, in the mood for love, like we were just doing, like you're like, oh, what this could do that, this could mean that. Red, red, it just seems like it's not like that so much. And I don't know if, if I think just having his title red, it's so it's such a thing that maybe he just wasn't so. I don't think he was that focused on it. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, like I, I think, think that's I think that's a fair. I thing. think he was maybe I think he honestly was more focused with these little things, and they really come out if you see the other two films. That's really fascinating that you say mm-hmm. that actually, because that plays into the whole anti idea. Yeah. So like, in a film called Red with a shit ton of red yeah. all over, and saying he's it's, not really concerned with the red yeah. anti red. Right. Yeah, yeah, like, makes sense. So he's like, he's like throwing it in there giving you that expectation of red yeah and then just doesn't really give you what you would expect with red and he kind of does that with white blue is blue is so kind of neutral because you see blue in so many movies that it's not as noticeable um especially when you're watching like underworld and shit you know what i mean but um but if you see these other the other two films 
there's other things he's doing within it that I think he's focusing more on. So like there's a lot of scenes where like elderly people picking up and throwing away trash. That's like throughout the whole series. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And like these other things that you pick up on that I think he's putting more time and effort into than just the colors, which is interesting. Um, yeah, he's like rounding out the trilogy aspect of it. Yeah, sort of yeah, thing. it's yeah. weird. I don't and I don't know how to describe it. And it's one of those I haven't seen red and blue, uh, red and uh, or uh, white and blue a second time. So I'd like to revisit those and maybe pick up even more on this anti-color thing because I think that's probably very, maybe very close to what he was actually doing, especially with the French flag. I mean, the French is are they're synonymous with rebellion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm, yeah. it, it, so it it makes sense for that anti kind of rebellious nature and same with poland i mean um they've dealt their historical you know past is very much into you know hardship and and stuff like that so i don't know it's um there might be something there yeah with that. no i i think i think you guys are spot on one one thing i just want to add is is uh in three colors i was kind of hoping for her neighbor and her to like get together in the end you know what i mean mm. which they kind of it, do but not really in three colors y- oh yeah yeah like yeah. you mean the, um, the dude who's having who's dealing with the his fiance or whatever having an affair <laughs> yeah yeah and he just has like he has red shit all over the place man he has like a red phone he has the red jeep like he's got a lot of red going on and like they, he's kind of like her He's kind. He's a lot like her. Like they're in a similar situation, yeah. and uh, my brain was just like, they need to be together. You know what I mean? I wonder. Um, <laughs> so I, could I be think reaching like the, here. Yeah. Just, just play play with your idea real quick. I could be reaching with this. I'd have to watch the film again. But I wonder if the things that are read in her apartment in general are not red in his apartment and vice versa mm. so that they kind of if they were to be put together so it's like a puzzle together piece. like a puzzle piece exactly that makes sense i mean that, i wonder that if that's actually surprise a thing. Me at all it wouldn't be surprised it wouldn't surprise me at all if that's actually because not everything in there they're not whole you know no it's not it's not red, monochromatic right? in right. the sense of like or mono mono color right, yeah, yeah monochrome. monotone <laughs> yeah like <laughs> it's like yeah, so I wonder if that's... And yeah. I, I don't expect every piece of furniture to fit in this mold, but I wonder right. if a majority of... But if, like, cabinets like are a color... Chairs or yeah, tables, or something and, you know, like... Yeah. I wonder... Mm. That could be a thing. I mean, all, it wouldn't With red, all, all you need is a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if it was red, half things were red, half weren't, then it'd be yeah. like, whoa, what the fuck? You know what I mean? But, like, yeah. if there was, like, a red table in one and red chairs in another, like, that would... Like right. maybe like the tabletop is red and the legs are red and you know you know what I mean like that exactly be, means yeah. something you know or it could like yeah I mean it makes sense but, because um, if they're because they 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 that, I mean that makes so much sense if that's if that actually is the case because it's like I said it could be reaching yeah. it could be way t- you know fucking right you know fill or uh, academic literature that's, reaching that's a really yeah. cool that's a that's cool one idea, of those though. things where you did determine the idea and then tr- search for the answers in the movie you know what i mean yeah. yeah it's like the reverse reverse um engineering the the movie sort of thing to fit your theory um <laughs> uh, but yeah i mean the reds in 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 that movie like i just i felt like they needed to be together and i think seeing a lot of the reds like 
helped me get into like the romance aspect of it you know what i mean because it's it's not really like danger at all it's not like sacrifice it's not no. you know it's all just like love you know what i mean uh but then at the end it's like definitely danger that's what you know i like what I mean? about like that movie so much he's yeah. like driving the jeep but, but like that is red too like the color yeah. red is like danger um yeah i like how the film ends on that well on that well that, on that towards shot the of end. Her. well like, yeah that is yeah really cool because it's actually like she's actually going through emotion there you know instead of just the yeah and just pretending this, this yeah which is really cool because she's um, spending her entire time the entire movie pretending to have emotions like the whole time mm. yeah. and it's such a fitting way to end the whole series and also just the idea of i, I don't know because you guys haven't seen the other two films but the other the other couples on are the survivors are the survivors I, of, the, I, of the movie so that. it's kind of you kind of yeah. ruined it by watching the last I could, one first <laughs> but i can kind of tell that they those couple couples meant something because I was like, yeah. well, they're like really holding on these couples, and it's like, oh, only seven people lived. Like, obviously, that's yeah. Sig- like and each all of these like... people are significant. <laughs> they're all significant actors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but dope. Oh, I'm super curious about which one of these films you both liked more. Hmm. I'm I'm so... I'm, uh, I'm curious too, but I think I know the answer. I'm so cu- I'm, I can't I'm, wait I, to hear you be yeah. wrong. <laughs> um all right who i think i uh, sword byron okay time. yeah i think so too um did i th- yeah i think we started with yeah i don't remember who we started with last time but anyway we'll start with you um okay mr know-it-all let's start with what's, what's your <laughs> In our in our chat this morning, I was like, I know what both of you guys like. <laughs> really, I was just I was just fucking being a jackass. I have no idea. Um, but for Byron, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say in the mood for love because not necessarily because of the Reds or anything like that. Just because of like it's telling this really interesting story about two people who come together and there is a huge coincidence in the movie, but it's the one quit. You get one coincidence in a movie. Um, and and they got it, but I think, I think you like how it was like staged and how like everything kind of played out. Um, is the coincidence uh, that they happen to move in next to each other? Uh, that like they're, that their 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 spouses spouses work together. Yeah. 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 yeah, That is kind of a a crazy coincidence. (laughs) Huge coincidence, but also like kind of makes sense, you know? Um, so, uh, yeah. So I'm just going to say in the mood for love, I think it like, it nails that mood more. I think maybe after Keith kind of got into the whole anti color idea, I think you're like way more interested in watching three colors red again. Um, and seeing like what, like if there's anything to that but i think like after these viewings i think you're all about in the mood for love cool yeah i i think the answer is in the mood for love but i'm gonna say red because i know you said that you kind of have a soft spot for polish filmmaking i do yeah um and it's it's a very interesting like idea the just the the trilogy that he deals with um but I, I really do think in the mood for love is the actual answer. Okay. It's, it, 
I mean, that movie just like totally just made sense. Yeah. I mean, totally yeah. in the in red, it was consistent, but it just like it wasn't what in the mood for love was. Okay, so it's actually really tough for me because I really like both of these movies. Like, they really are tough. Uh, but I'm surprised that you guys both like went for in the mood for love because no, 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 I went yeah. for red. Okay, because. <laughs> it is in the mood for love. I thought so. But I thought that you guys would both say red. Um just cuz of like the like thematic the filmmaking and, and the filmmaking and you know but yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but I but it's in the mood for love for me. I I find that plus it's Maggie Chunk. Like that should have been yeah. answer number Honestly, 1. Honestly, yeah. I mean, <laughs> just seriously, she's like she's like I don't know. I just it just pisses me off that she's not like that she's not a crossover. You know? Yeah, into America. Like I I I wish I could like work with her. You know what I mean? Like it's just like fuck. She's so good in every fucking movie I've seen her in. And in, in this, it's just everything is so subtle. I just love subtlety with this everything. And the movie just—it's ninety minutes, but it doesn't feel like ninety minutes. It in a way it feels longer, but in a good way, like in the best way. Sure. Where you're just like with them, and I'm not like I like it because it's not gushy. You know, there's no kissing, and it's not like this romantic film in the sense of like a Tom Hanks Meg Ryan movie. You know what I mean? It's like it's you know what I mean? Like it's 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 like it's more real, you know? Like and the, the right. fact that they don't get together and it doesn't have this stupid Hollywood ending of them getting together. It's like their love is almost greater because they'll always remember that. And in old and years and years down the road, they'll that love is like more important to them because it didn't actually right. like happen. And I think that's like really like just romantic and i'm not normally into that but it's just done so well i can't help but just feel like man that's sexy you know it did like, have like a, a feeling of being smooth like that yeah, movie felt smooth as it's fuck. just smooth and i yeah, just love that super i just smooth i just love how just smooth it is and and it's interesting because he does choices that aren't necessarily smooth but it's overall it, it is like some of the slow motion he does he doesn't do he doesn't change the frame rate he changed it he'd slow motion yeah and it's a little choppy but it's that's like 12 just, uh, frames per second yeah yeah it's like it's a stylistic thing that he does in his other films too but then he does have slow motion shots where it is very yeah. smooth slow motion you know yeah yeah, the, yeah. The, right so kinda he does like, both like mad max yeah 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 so it's i don't know there's just so much to it and I, but i love red i love the fact that she's like a model and there's a, a bit of that world in the movie too um yeah the hype and i, the and hype I really class, like yeah. a lot of polish films like the ones i've seen are just so crazy like they're literally crazy like you'll never see anything like them like the camera movement and shit is so fucking weird but this is the most like tame polish movie i think i've ever seen you you know what i mean but i think partly because it's also like a french slash swiss production yeah i was gonna say like <laughs> in the cinematography right. like the lighting and stuff was cool but there was nothing else like yeah. that stood out as like holy shit yeah, you the know. other Polish films though I've seen are just like whoa, um, but yeah, it's got to be in the mood for love. And I, I uh, uh, Carwai, what's his name? Um, Wong Carwai. Wong Carwai, like totally. Like more people need to see his movies because they're good. Yeah, like, he does a lot of uh, like wuxia films and martial this, arts, and yeah, like and I really want to see a bunch of those because those look dope. And if you if you guys liked in the mood for love, the sequel. Well, it's not really a sequel, but it's connected. It's the last in the trilogy. It's called 2046. And if you notice, the room number of um, Tony Lung's uh, uh, 
hotel or whatever is 2046. Oh, nice. So, so what's like the first one? Hmm. The first one was made in 1990 or 1991, and it's called... Um, oh, shit. I forget the name of it. It's not Chungking, right? It's not. Uh, but that's a good movie, and, and he's in that, too. Um, but Tony Leung... He's in, Leung, like, a lot of uh, yeah. car-wise movies. And so. he plays basically the same character in the first one it's just made it's made in 91 but he, he he's like a minor part in that film yeah i'm trying to um, pull it up 1991 if you say the name i'll remember i'll be like oh that's it uh um return engagement days of being wild savior of the soul those are 1991 eagle shooting heroes it's got to be the soul one i think chung king i think it's got to be the soul one Guess that, uh, I guess I, not that you said all of them. I was like, "Fuck!" Uh, <laughs> I know all those. I don't think I haven't seen no, all Tony those, Lung's but... not in this one. Okay, so maybe not that. He's one. got a small part in it. I haven't seen it, but I've seen 2046 a couple times. They're both really good, and it has sci-fi in it too. So, ooh, yeah, can't go wrong there. Oh, it must be Days of Being Wild. Days of Being Wild. Okay, probably because he's in that one. So. Sweet. So yeah, that's got to be yeah. it. Okay. But yeah. Cool. Damn it! Right. I was, I was, I was thinking I was gonna like, completely like surprise you guys. <laughs> I didn't fuck. <laughs> uh, should we do Jacob next? What do you guys want to do? Sure. Okay. Um, I think in the, I think it's in the mood for love for you too. Um, I think there's just there's just more kind of going on visually. I also think like the way it was shot. I don't know. I always can't come up with good reasons for like why you guys like I, it. Like, I, I just pick the movie and then like go with my gut for I, the most part. I feel like maybe you like Red more, but I'm gonna go for In the Mood for Love because one, the soundscape, the the sound design of the movie is incredible. In fact, if you have the Criterion Collection of it, it gives you the option of reading of of watching the movie without the dialogue, and it's just oh. the music and the sound design. And it's crazy. It's really cool. I feel like the movie would still come through. You know what I it mean? It does. It does, and it's it's incredible because you look at that movie and you don't think of the sound design in that movie, um, but it's it's uh, it's it's good. It's cool. It's really, it's hmm. I've done it. It 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 it, it you just kind of just listen to it, you know. Um, and I think you probably maybe picked up on that, but also yeah. I think you've just been on this asian way <laughs> and uh the asian train i i feel yeah. like maybe due to this uh this um <laughs> it's like a thing that you're going through i don't know what it is <laughs> you're gonna pick in the mood for love <laughs> so, yeah it's so I think weird for a lot of those same reasons i mean <laughs> i can't think of anything in red that would just like directly stand out as something you'd be like latch you would latch on to really yeah i mean right. i think you like the filmmaking and everything of it and i think it interests you the I, and you're a big color theory guy so i think the idea of you trying to figure out what all that means interests you but i think in the long run i think in the mood for love is just kind of like more of just like you know what i'm gonna open a bottle of wine and i'm gonna have a date night and let's watch in the mood for love you know right put you in the mood for love yeah yeah <laughs> um i th- yeah and Part of it too is Byron's right. You know, you're the one who came up with the idea to do the color series overall, and I know you've been really gunning to do this one for a while now. And I think in the mm-hmm. mood for love just gives more analytic, analytical. 
you have more of a chance to be analytical in the mood for love because of the way the colors are designed. Sure. Whereas like red is literally you're focusing on the red, which obviously there's other colors, but like the movie is so saturated with yeah. red. It's that, focusing like, on other things, really. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. Right. Yeah. Exactly. The color, like you said, it's an anti-color thing. Yeah. Because of yeah. That. So have you had love. you seen either one of these movies before? No. Oh, okay. Okay. I think it's in the mood. Um. Well, you guys are both right, but um, and really for the same reasons, and I, I, I really, I really like both of these movies a lot. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think I like in the mood for love more, and like I really like color and color theory. But there's um, like like we kind of talked about in the episode, like um, I like I don't think like I I feel like a lot of people take the wrong thing from color and you know and I, I want i want people to like look at the right stuff you know you know what i mean and i think i think really three colors red is like the best movie to to like show you like how almost like how pointless color can be you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that yeah. Makes sense. Um, and like I, I think that's really interesting um and the fact that he like named it red for like for me it immediately means like like it would be super lame if the movie was like really red you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so like it has to like because it's named red it has to like rise above the idea of color yeah because like if it's called red and it's just a bunch of love and passion and war and drugs and whatever that would be kind of lame yeah like (laughs) you know what i mean like michelangelo lamest title ever like michelangelo antonioni's uh, film red desert it's mainly all gray but there's yeah. like the industri- some of the industrial parts of that film are red, but it's not a lot. It's not overdone. It's not like you're seeing red all the time, um, which is great. Which is great, yeah. But when you call your movie Red Desert, you don't want it to necessarily be like the- your whole film just be red. So it is an interesting choice that he did that with red. You know, right. <laughs> like well, because like if you're sitting there in the audience and you're like, okay, I'm seeing Red Desert, and the movie flicks on, and it's a fucking drabby looking like desaturated desert yeah you're gonna think like huh you know what i mean yeah but if if it turns on and you just see a red desert it's just like yeah that's what i was expecting what else you got it's called where's the next thing (laughs) you know what i mean i think both of those are viable strategies though because like if you start with a red desert then you could surprise them later with something yeah or if you don't then you're wondering well where the fuck is the red desert so you're you know either way i guess you're playing through the movie with certain expectations it's true yeah for sure for sure um but i i mean for me i immediately think if the title is red desert way more interesting to start without the red desert you know what i mean right. but if if you have a red desert that's totally great yeah but I, if the title is red there's, desert, no, there's no desert like, in the movie it's the desert would be like the industrial landscape that's yeah see like, like that's true. way yeah. that's way more interesting yeah to me yeah for sure you know what i mean um but yeah i, I like in the mood I, for, for i love wonder part. if you if you showed somebody red this movie and you didn't tell them the title of it i wonder what they'd think about the red you know that's a good probably, point. Probably. What's that movie I, that we watched with all the red in it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember the title. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. I wonder, like, asking, like, I would maybe watch it with someone and then say, "What did you think the title of the movie was?" and have them guess, and then you tell them that it's red. <laughs> they and might I wonder actually, what they might actually would be. say red, though. <laughs> Being like a little facetious, they might just say red. <laughs> 
Red. Well, you'd <laughs> yeah, be exactly. right, sir. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but yeah, I like In the Mood for Love. I mean, it's. I feel like it does like the color thing really nice, and you know, I, I like simple. You know, and this the it's it like the movie is really complex, but it's complex through its simplicity, and I, I yeah. like I like that. But Red is, it feels more complex than its own simplicity, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like it, it feels like there's, it's a pretty straightforward idea, but it's not, but it's told in a complex way versus the other one, which is like complex ideas told in a very simple way. Yeah. And right. I like I like the latter more. Oh, sweet. That makes sense. Yeah. All right, All right. Keith Leith. Let's do it. Oh, fuck. I'm going to go with uh, three colors because I know you hate Asians. I do. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yellow bastards. Keith is, Keith is half Asian. So. Um, I hate myself. Actually, I'm going <laughs> to. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, we just got deep now. Fuck. Dark. Dark. Dark um, red, deep red. I'm gonna I'm gonna go in in the mood for love. Actually, um, I don't think either of these movies are a cup of tea, as you said in our Facebook group. Um, but I think maybe like what, like what what you get out of three or what 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 you get out of in the mood for love is a little bit more real. And I think like the um, plot, the plotting of three colors or the circumstances or like what happens is is it's kind of a lot to chew on but in the mood for love like really is like this like honest like true f- movie that is that is playing with like something real so i, th- I think you i think you like that aspect of it as but i think both these movies are like not not so bueno for you um period but <laughs> i think you like the real one more so in the mood for love i think uh in the mood for love as well Partly just because being a fan of Tarantino and being a fan of Refn and being a fan of um, just like cinematography in general, I feel in the mood for love is kind of just more up your alley. I know Refn and Tarantino are fans of Wong Kar Wai. Um, uh, so stylistically, there's a lot there that you can actually see in both of their films, especially with music for Tarantino. In all of Wong Kar Wai's films, he uses um, pop songs, which is like, you know, in, in this movie, it'd be like Nat King Cole or whatever. And, and Interesting other... choice of the Mexican, the like Kisas, 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 yeah, Kisas yeah. too. Or the and Spanish just, song. you know, it, but it's, and, and most of the, a lot of the film titles that he has in The Mood for Love is an actual, that's a title of a song. Um, and hmm. Tarantino does, you know, a lot of songs and stuff in the same kind of way. Um, but just also, just like, it's simple. It's 90, 94 minutes or whatever. It's just smooth, you know. It just, it just, it just kind of takes you there, which is it just kind of reminds me of like Only God Forgives in the sense of its simplicity, but it just kind of transports you in that in that little part of the world, you know. Yeah. Um, whereas I think you like the filmmaking parts of of Red and 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 maybe some of the ideas behind it, but I think like you're in a maybe not. It's not like as like you may rewatch it, but just because you want to dissect. Whereas I think maybe in the mood for love, if you were to rewatch, I don't picture rewatching it, but it'd be because of like I want to revisit that mood that the film brought. Mm. Um, and also, I think maybe some of like what Keith or Jacob said about like the events that kind of happen in Three Colors is kind of like it's almost 
like kind of like really like it's all it's, it's like, kind of far-fetched a little yeah bit. yeah it's yeah. just kind of like there's almost like too much of like kind of the hand of god kind of thing yeah you know uh that i maybe kind of just sort of you're just kind of like ah oh, that that could be like a little like the writing isn't as good yeah you know what i mean because like in the mood for love is a little bit more improv- improvisational they didn't really have a script he he, he really just kind of went on mood and they would they would kind of just act things out um and and stuff and uh so I, I just feel like your type of filmmaking is more suited for in the mood for love if you were to make yeah. a movie like that you would make it more like in the mood for love i think wong kar wai has similar taste yeah, i really want yeah, to if, his... if he did a romance for sure for sure yeah 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 Fuck, I really thought you guys were going to go for red. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's uh, what I thought, too. I, know, I thought you guys were going to go. <laughs> uh, it is in the, mood for lo- in the Mood for Love. And actually, as we sat here and talked about it, I actually started to like the movie more and more. Yeah. I actually kind of like the movie quite a bit, yeah. and the more I think about it. Hmm. And mostly for the sim- simpler reasons than what you guys are saying. Like, it's really It really comes down to, I dug the tone and the cinematography. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that movie sure. really reminded me, because I'm working on my own, like, kind of web series right now and that movie really reminded me that i don't like any of the choices i made for the web series <laughs> that's not true. That's not true. Uh, there's just there's there's stylistic things that i tried to do that are not usually something that i like doing and this movie reminded me that i like certain ways of yeah, shooting yeah. Um, yeah like how they approach conversation and how the camera will just randomly sit on shit you know, yeah. just she leaves the yeah. room after hanging up the phone and it's just like sitting it's there for like there, five yeah. seconds. And like, it's just like, and then like the slow motion and that song, dude, that's the title mm. song. Like, I beautiful. Mean, come on. Yeah. That's, that's, it's one of the top songs ever in a movie, really. The scores for both of these movies are incredible, though. Preisner for Red, I love his music. See, and I'm ha- I'm just having a hard time, I think, remembering Red. I think it was just forgettable yeah. for me. And like Preisner, I mean, some of his music is in uh Terrence Malick shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, hmm. I, there's something about Red where it's like where I didn't really feel like I got it. Yeah. And I'd like to watch it again. Yeah. And but it just just didn't stick out like sweet like in the yeah. mood does. Yeah. In the mood it makes sense. And I do just I like the way that it plays in the mood, it's like a romance, but it's not. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what is yeah. sad. I just don't like the sappy. Yeah, it's romance, not sappy. You know and mean? Juan Carlos just... is not interested in that. Right, he's not exactly. interested yeah. in that at all. Which exactly. Is, that's why I like it. That's like to me, it's more romantic because it's not. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, well, because it's yeah. like more true to yeah romance. And, and you know this, what I mean? This is the fact that Tony Long he doesn't he's not he's not looking for love. He's not he doesn't even he's not in love with her until he just all of a sudden realizes it. Right. I know. You know, it's like it's like it's like he wasn't looking for it. He was just in the mood, you know. <laughs> well, but it's not even like it's not even it's not a less thing though. Like he literally is just he, they they just one day realize like fuck like I'm I'm like miss her being around or whatever. But then they also yeah. are aware that they can't make it happen. You know, because right, then that's like they are just as bad as their spouses. Yeah. 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 Um, so there's satisfaction in that complication, but really it's like, dude, just the. I just like the way it looks. Just the feel, yeah, the just tone, the feel, the cinematography, the, the editing yeah. was pretty. Like I just liked yeah. how it wasn't flashy, great. and it just got and it just worked. Yeah. Like, where where the editing happened, so Shit. yeah, I surprisingly liked this movie a lot more than I thought I would. I liked both kind of more than I thought I would, but yeah, I feel like Red was just kind of more forgettable. For yeah, me. I don't know, dude. If yeah, um, I I feel like it's really I think it's the twenty dresses that she wore. I feel like that's the thing that really. <laughs> 
wowed yeah. you. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, I mean <laughs> you're really into, like, but he's really into, like, shoes for characters and stuff. So, you like, are into shoes, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I I'm guess, into, like, the, I'm into the shoes, shoes, but I'm really into, I like costumes yeah. that give, like, subtly give you yeah. things. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Right. And but I think that's totally the costumes in, in The Mood for Love. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? That's yeah. totally, I like, I mean, it was so dresses. subtle to the point where, like, I wasn't even realizing how many dresses she was wearing. It was yeah. just, but the dresses worked. Yeah. You know? And they're all, like, very, very similar. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're all, like, in that same kind of palette, and they're they're they're, they're all, like... They're, it's all like greens and reds mm-hmm. you know? you, okay so since you're a fan of the cinematography you you'll really like 2046 i think i'm sure it's it's a similar vein and that is kind of romantic but not like super romantic but it also has a um a science fiction element to it because it's the science fiction element is part of this because it tony lung plays a writer so the science fiction parts are the parts of the characters in the book Mm. and then what's going on with him which is 1960s hong kong um right but it's all out of order and you oh, don't nice. realize that until as you're going through the film um so it's like a puzzle but it's also like a puzzle within a puzzle um nice. yeah, it's, it's really cool out. and it's beautiful and it's christopher doyle who's same cinematographer who's also worked with jim jarmusch um nice. which is pretty cool actually in the mood for love had two cinematographers too yeah because he quit like halfway through it or he whatever. had to yeah because obligations for another movie or yeah. whatever so oh brutal i, I yeah. couldn't even tell yeah exactly everyone was like yeah just because of wong kar wai's like such insane you know visualization yeah like yeah yeah so i really want to see this movie ashes of time by him which looks like a fucking sick-ass martial arts movie dude fallen sure. angels is I want to see Fall of Angels. That was fucking nuts, man. That, that one, good. I think, was it was on Netflix for a while, I'm pretty sure. It, it was. I missed it. Cause I had seen it before. I checked it out from the library years ago, and I've been wanting to see it, and I missed it. I want to see it, You know, it we too. should do a Wuxia episode, because, you know, I've been on my Asian kick or whatever you guys should. call it. Yeah. Yeah. But th- that would be dope. Well, I'm looking at our list. I mean, we could fit it in somewhere. I mean, I don't know how stuck you are on erotic doing the erotic through list. I know that's... I do whatever. Okay. I'm not like I'm. I'm really. I, w- I do want to talk about bad timing and basic instinct. You know, in the semi near future, but we can do Wuxia in, uh, ahead of that. It so if we to did me. our or top ten and then do like Wuxia, yeah, that'd be sick. That'd yeah, be cool. That'd be I'm down, down for I'm that. I'm kind of an to watch more of those anyway. Sweet. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Cool. Get back into our Asian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's been like a whole movie since. You know, we've talked about Asians. <laughs> I know. So. We're going to lose, like, all Let's the listeners. They're like, fuck you guys. I hate martial we're gonna, arts We're going to be a hit in China. <laughs> yeah. We had to watch a French movie this week. So lame. Wait, we should just watch two Asian movies every week. I, I think that should just be our thing. <laughs> we are now an officially an uh, Asian movie podcast. I don't know. Exactly. I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I love my European films though too you know i feel like that's your true home for filmmaking yeah, yeah. europe i i think Fr- it's really just the German turkish and... films you know because they're also asian oh my too. god turkish films are amazing though in their own right <laughs> <laughs> um we did we have, i do want to talk about the other things though but we, i don't know we do what we want fuck it we'll do, Wusha, we'll do what we and want. then i want to do the horror franchise for sure yeah it'd be cool then, yeah. We haven't done something kind of more campy and like that for a while. We've yeah, do we some heavy, do some we, we've done some ha- heavier shit. Yeah, just have some fun. Well, with I it. guess Into the Dragon. It's not campy, but it was a little bit closer to that. Yeah, then. but it, you know, it's still. But then we're gonna get into fucking Korean. So, yeah, you know. It's oh be hell yeah! All sorts of fun. <laughs> Which one was um, that? 
<laughs> he did Nicholas uh, Winding Corinne. right? <laughs> it's Harmony Refn. Uh, uh, all right. He did the Karate Kid. He did Karate Kid Two. <laughs> He did um, Run Lola 2001, A Space Sin City. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, all right. So we, I guess, yeah, In the Mood for Love Sweet. is the, the top. Takes the cake takes for the everybody. Cake. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, Juan Wai, man, he's got it. He's got he's it down. He's got it. He knows he's what got he's got something doing. going he's on. He's like the Coen brothers in the sense of, like, he can't go, like, he, he just, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. You know? He yeah. does. He does. Yeah, definitely, definitely shows. Cool. So, uh, if you have any questions or opinions, go ahead and send an email to btvfilmspodcast at gmail.com. You can also visit our Facebook page, comment on or discuss this week's episode, um, and see any of the things that we post, if and when we do post stuff. (laughs) Uh, If you like the show, please rate it uh, wherever you listen, because it helps others find us. Uh, And you can also follow us on Letterboxd at Jacob Foltz, Byron Goet, G-O-U-E-T-T-E, and Hyperion Creator for me. Also check out Jacob's solo podcast, Cinema Therapy, um, and you can tell us more about that. Yeah, uh, one episode is out, so if you haven't checked it out, be sure to go check it out, Cinema Therapy Podcast. Uh, You can go to cinematherapypodcast.com to find more information on that. And then a new episode is coming out next Monday. So Nice. And that's going to be on Melancholia, so it should be a fun... Looking uh, forward to that. Should be a grueling epi- uh, episode. So the I created the podcast mostly to do like more art films, like really divisive stuff. So I'm like we start with Inception, and now we're gonna get into like the good, the the the, the deep. You know what I mean? Oh wow! Uh, so it should be a lot of fun. I think you chose one of his tamer films, though. Yeah, you did. I I did, but um, it is like the most uh, like argued about movie, and I think that might be because it's so tame, because a lot of people have seen it, and it has. Um, you know, very famous actress in it, but I guess Antichrist has Willem Dafoe in it. So, yeah, yeah Antichrist, think, Antichrist is harder is, for people. To I think get it's into. more famous. Antichrist is more famous as a movie, but Melancholia I think is maybe more known in the sense that it's more. Yeah, it's definitely like his. Well, it's the difference between divisive and like yeah. provocative. You know yeah. what I mean? Because they're those are two different things. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I think it makes yeah. sense. It's a good entry point if you're gonna like dig into Von Trier. I mean, that's a pretty good entry point because the rest yeah. of his shit is like, it's either going to be really Amazing. brutal. Well, yeah, it's going to be brutal or it's going to be weird like Dogville and Manderley, you know, where it doesn't, the sets are. Or even, stages. I mean, Europa and. Um, those are weird. Yeah, they're uh, right. Epidemic and. Uh, uh, and those are way different than his they're like. so good though. Stylistically yeah. different. The so. element of crime is awesome. You got to see that movie. I think Melancholy is a good choice, I think, though. It's yeah, a good so definitely. Point. Well, it's obviously a great choice because I picked it, so. Mm, well okay <laughs> <laughs> it's also uh statistically according to like um gizmodo did like a a, a study on it uh, and or on uh metacritic gizmodo took a bunch of metacritic data and compiled a list of the most divisive films ever um oh, wow. and it's mostly like the they just created like a standard deviation of some math i don't really oh, wow. understand how it works but uh the the highest one was melancholia wow um so and that's just among critics um so not among audience members at all um so yeah i just thought that was really interesting uh and the conversations behind it are all about like people accusing fans of melancholia that they don't know what they're you know (laughs) they like they don't know anything about movies you know and that it's like pretentious and the fans are pretentious so we're going to talk a lot about like 
how people react to this movie and how like how like uh, Von Trier's like previous films uh, get into this I I can't I can't get further into this I could just talk all day about it but uh, (laughs) listen to the listen to the podcast Uh, also Anchor started this wonderful new thing to help out the creators and the people making podcasts Um, Anchor whatever the hell it's called Anchor Pay or whatever Basically, it's just kind of like a little tip jar, donation jar. Um, if you feel inclined and want to help us out, buy beer or something for the week. You know, <laughs> feel free. Or better, better mics too, or better mics. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. Obviously, I'm joking. Yeah, it would go to investing in the the technology and infrastructure for the show itself. Uh, so, which includes the beer and the coke. <laughs> the coke. <laughs> Can't forget the coke. Coking it and choking it. Coking it uh, and choking it. Nick yeah, Jacob so, his coke. You know, it just any any little bit helps. A buck here and there is definitely gonna help out in the long run. So, yeah, if you feel sure. inclined, you like us, and you want to do that route, um, please go for it. Totally optional. We will not hate you if you don't send us money. Yeah. <laughs> we will not write you a letter and say, Fuck we'll find you. you. <laughs> we'll find yeah, you. we won't do that. Uh, yeah. It's definitely just, just a little bit. Little but bit if help. you do want that, we will do that for you for some money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah for we'll put our red dresses on. <laughs> and uh, put our red lipstick on. If you yeah. want a nasty note, we'll write send you a nasty you. note yeah. for some money. There you go. That's a good idea. Could be a thing. Yeah. <laughs> signed by us it'll be official <laughs> right and when we explode and take off you can keep that and be like look I have their signatures yeah you can hold it over our heads yeah. you could blackmail us yeah with it <laughs> or they when we're sell famous. it for thousands of um, times it was what they donated for exactly <laughs> yeah exactly so exactly give us money to give you something and you'll make more money in I'll like it later 10 years <laughs> yeah, so give us, yeah it's like an investment yeah uh so next week um we're gonna kind of take a little break from the movie watching just because just to kind of reset get ourselves on schedule again uh so we're gonna do something a little different and talk about our top 10 films of all time so each of us will bring a list of 10 top 10 i guess it could be the films you think are the best your favorites i don't know yeah so what is it like hey these are my favorite for me like these are the most personal films to me is it these are academically like what i think are the best what these are like the films i'm most influenced by for me my top 10 has always been the personal. films that have the personal to me same like great it's never okay, been a critical it. like i mean i look at films in the sense of try to look at objectively like yes this is a great film in its own right and maybe it just didn't jive with me you know that's kind of how i feel about yeah. red like red pro you know a lot of people like it and think it's a great film it just didn't necessarily click yeah right, right. so like but you know like my personal fav- top ten are the ones that inspire me the most, and the ones that yeah. I find just are the best. I think your top sure. ten is yeah. naturally going to be the ones that influence you and in what you do yeah. and what you want to sure what you want to achieve. I guess yeah. as a filmmaker, my, so. my top ten is just the highest rated on Rotten Tomatoes. That doesn't surprise. That doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> Mixed in Little mix Mermaid, it, mix, mix in with Little, with Mermaid, Little Mermaid and yeah. Ghost. Little Mermaid's pretty high on Rotten Tomatoes, I think. Because it's all older films are higher on 
all those. I, I really, sites. I want the top ten films to be a reflection of us. I think is great. What really, I, I think I think for. they totally will be. And I, yeah, I think yeah. that's the whole point of a, of a top ten. So, so you guys um, are cool. Can, if can I just we do, do ties? For... <laughs> can we do ties? Like, if there's one film, that's if a, you really a... feel like you can't rank a yeah, okay. film or like yeah. and you could maybe do some honorable mentions like oh these are ones that i really oh that's like, a good idea but, cool. but i didn't yeah we, should, we could do honorable mentions to keep it, it minimal that's minimal yeah you know? we're still trying to stay so i can't do like three movies tied for 10th 9th 8th yeah seven, <laughs> yeah five no. for second and you get like 40 for first you get like one tie <laughs> or one or two ties and one a couple tie. honorable mentions uh, you know like, you is it a red tie or a blue uh, tie democrat white. or White tie, yeah. French white power suit. So wow. it's a power suit. White, white <laughs> power suit. <laughs> Jesus, great tie uh, for Charlottesville. <laughs> Keith's other uh, half is is leaking. Is <laughs> that's the part that hates my other. That's, that's why I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> white half. We got like Bruce Banner oh, over shit. here. <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, so we're gonna do top ten stuff. Um, you know and. That's what we're gonna do. Fuck it. Sweet. Kind of give yeah. you a little I'm insight. Actually, I'm excited to hear about everyone's top tens. I am too. Yeah. Yeah. This will be, be interesting. Nice, nice little change. So I think I could name five of them for both of you. I've been right pretty now. clear I, about. Yeah. I think they're the same <laughs> to an extent. <laughs> well, I mean, I. I think you actually might be true. Like that. I think. I think there's some crossover. And I've been pretty open about what my favorite film of all time is. I mean, that we've we've covered it on the show. And that's so Apocalypse like, Now, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's not like I'm not expecting these films to be some crazy or this list to be some yeah. crazy surprise. But the second right. half of the list that we haven't really talked about, you know, I think is going to be yeah. I think it'll be tough to kind of come, at least for me, to kind of fill in that. But we'll see. Yeah. Anyway, it'll be a nice little change of pace. So there won't be anything that you guys necessarily need to watch for the episode. Um. Just or that you can watch actually maybe favorites. maybe check out our letterboxed things go. and Good maybe call. the ones the top four films that are on our favorites or whatever you know yeah oh yeah except for I don't think Jacob's changed his in a while so I don't I don't know if I'm even I don't know if those top ones are even what I would because I think I have like primer and stuff up there yeah and exactly I'm, primer's not in my top ten anymore yeah so yeah, yeah. check out letterboxed and you can kind of get a get a vibe of what you might want to watch but watch your favorite films you know yeah, this yeah, is a actually, week of yeah. favorites so. yeah. watch ghost yeah <laughs> or take a crap no, they were supposed to already or... have if they've been listening to our episodes there, yeah, yeah exactly. listener <laughs> go back and watch ghost if you haven't and then give us five bucks <laughs> <laughs> you said that just like a film bro <laughs> all right Make sure you watch your favorite films this week. Uh, thanks for listening. Peace. All ten. Goodbye. <laughs>